Hi everyone welcome to another episode of my podcast we have a very special guest today joining from all the way from melbourne australia we got chinti hi chinti hi channa how are you doing i'm good how about you i'm doing good i'm doing good thanks uh so how's the situation in melbourne uh, i heard you know there was a lot of covid situation there right yes of course um uh, yeah, it it's kind of uh, uh getting uh uh reducing right now uh, it's, it's a it's a good thing uh, like but um you'll never know you know because um uh, uh, it can come back again that's how it is yeah so, <laughs> now it's going on in uh, sri lanka so uh, i don't know it's yeah because uh, i mean people when things are getting better than people you know they they become careless and they don't really <laughs> yeah i think uh, some people don't take it seriously right right <laughs> and uh, some think it's something it's uh, it's a hoax something it's uh, it's not true and some just don't care right. and um, and most of uh, and the best part is that people really want to go out and you know it's been that we are like you know we are at home for right. a long time so you know people need to go at least take a walk so right right yeah <laughs> so hopefully so, it, it ends this year i hope hope to god it ends this year yes this yes so uh, also us like uh, i mean i mean manila philippines so we've been locked down from march 15 still so it's really i mean i'm really struggling mentally because you know going out and uh, it's very hard to hard without actually being able to go out uh, you know <laughs> yeah true okay. yeah so everyone's it, working from home yeah it's uh, i mean it's 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 of course safety is first but uh, eventually we should look at mental health and stuff because it's not it's not really good to just exactly. work alone yeah. isolation right yeah i'm used to it we are always in studios working alone so i'm i'm sort of used with other the only part is that i do, i didn't actually get to go out on tour right. um i was supposed to perform in uh, uh italy and uh, england right. uh in july but everything got cancelled so you know that's that's the only part that i'm missing other than that i'll be at home always in the studio so right so did this uh, this this covid uh, sort of situation gave you some time to like write new material focus on your you know songs and stuff um i'm always writing songs then that right. happens just uh yeah the uh, yeah i mean it's it's a good uh, No, it doesn't make a big difference because like i said i'm like always right. in studio right. if i'm not going out like so <laughs> uh, i've been working a lot and the only part is that i'm i'm supposed to uh, work in my studio in sri lanka right and uh, i had to cancel that and i'm just uh, working online so doing things uh, con- handling stuff from here right 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 <clears throat> so chinti i think uh, 
I I met you one time or twice maybe uh, with Big Doggy. I went to your place. Uh, I think it was like 2004, 2003. I think uh, that's the first time I met you. I think it was ages ago. It's it's long time yeah. back. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> way back, like 2003, 2004. Uh, Chiti, can you tell me a little bit about your uh, uh, your your childhood and then how do you got into like music? My childhood, uh, I was uh, I was uh, born. Uh, I grew up. I, I grew up in uh, Nigambo. I was born and raised in Sri Lanka. I grew up in Nigambo. Right. And uh, I studied. Uh, my school was uh, Maristela College, Nigambo, from um, zero to uh, high school. So that was the place, and uh, I uh, loved living in Nigambo. Still love living in Nigambo. Right. Uh, I still think I am in Nigambo. <laughs> I miss. I really miss Sri Lanka because you know because I need to travel because I'm I'm all I always travel, so I just need to be there. That's the best place. Right. To be, and uh, so talking about my childhood and my music career. Okay, uh, music. It, it just happened because you know I'm just. I wanted to do. The, I wanted to make music. Uh, become a singer when I first saw Michael Jackson around like when I was four years old. Right. He was the biggest influence in my life to make music. I, I heard uh, I heard Billie Jean on radio. Uh, I think I was going to uh, kindergarten. And uh, the morning SLBC plays uh, Billie Jean on radio, and I was right. I, I asked my mom who 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 is that? Like you know, I wanted to you know, you know how Billie Jean sounds on the speaker, so it's it's a it's a crazy song. So right. any anybody would love love it. So when I heard that, I asked my mother who is this, and she said she doesn't know. She'll she'll find out for me. So she then she did, and they, my dad got me the Thriller cassette. They knew Jackson Five, but they didn't know Michael Jackson, right? Because Jackson Five is coming from the sixties and the seventies, but Thriller is Michael's uh, second breakthrough. So yeah. So from then onwards, I wanted to become a, a singer. But, you know, it was just it was all around. I mean, I was. All, all my life, I've been just trying to uh, write songs and make music when I was in school and uh, did my first recording when I was 16 to like, you know, in a studio, like a professional recording studio in Sri Lanka where Clarence used to record. So I had to just, you know, get that tape and in that in the back of the tape, it says Clarence recorded right. at this um, studio, Sean Studio. So I had to find the place and you know go there and record. So you know it's just it's a great experience. What was that you song? Can't listen that, to what, it. What was the first song that you recorded? It's it's a it's called Lava. It's a dancehall track. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, how did you? It's get really bad. Like... You can't listen to it. <laughs> So how did you? I mean, you have a you have a big influence on hip hop as well, right? So how did you get into like hip hop and rap? Yeah, hip hop and rap is like I 
I, I um, like, since when we were like nine and ten, we started listen, uh, listening to rap. Mm. So there was, there was uh, CNC Music Factory, Millie Vanilli. Right. I know you have all the vinyls and you have a huge collection. I know about that, Chandra. So yeah. I, know, <laughs> I know you know what I'm talking about. That's not, so the, real, that's not the real Millie Vanilli, right? <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, that's not that the real Millie Vanilli. <laughs> so we had... Um, CNC, Millie Valley, and NWA, which I wasn't allowed to listen to. Right. In, yeah, yeah. So I had to play when my dad wasn't at home. Uh, so I had a tape uh, of NWA, and uh, so from all these uh, three cassettes, I loved NWA. Right. So then I wanted to do rap music. After that, I was became a huge fan of Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, Easy, and uh, then I started uh, uh, like then then uh, the Chronic came out, mm. Dr. Dre, and yeah. then Doggy Styles came out. So you know, um, now it's like '94. Then I'm like 15 years old, and it was you know. Mm. So then I started, uh, and also I loved the dance hall tracks from Shabarangs right. and uh, Supercat and all those uh, dance hall artists. So I, I wanted to just, you know, and uh, more especially Informer. Snow. So, yeah. Snow. So, all the, all, you know, it was a great time where those songs came out. Like, you know, it, it was a, Time that, like, I don't know about charts. I, I, I can't even think how all these songs was in charts, like, in the top twenty. When you had like so much of hit songs, like not like these days. I don't know what's going on right with the artists right now, but you had a lot of uh, tracks uh, um, uh, in the top forty, like you know, from in the same time. Like, you know, 93, yeah. 94, 95. It's, so everything after 2009, yeah, it's, uh, it's a disaster. Yeah, now, <laughs> now it seems to be there's so many music coming out, but uh, they're not really hits, right? Because before top 40 hits were really top 40 hits, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, now, now it's different. It's social media and uh, music and how they promote the stuff. And, Right, you know, it's it's, but it's a good thing that social media helps a lot of artists to uh, release their music. So it's a, it's a good uh, new platform for everybody. So that um, you know, everyone, everyone will get a chance. Mm. Not not like uh, back in the days where we had to, you know, I used to get kicked out from radio stations trying to hand over my demo. It never worked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so when is this? Uh, so you you sort of have your own. Uh, you started your sort of a label, right? Like you you have your own production, Chronic. So how does yeah. that idea came? Uh, how how did that happen? Well, uh, then I I arrived in Australia in '99. Um, so 
I was studying as a student. And during that time, I, I, you know, music, I had to be with music all the time. So I just wanted to make music. When I came here, I just thought um, maybe I would try something here. So we had like um, uh, recording music. I just tried to, I, I, I recorded music here and I had a band called IRC. Right. And, uh, and we were just, you know, think, we, we didn't know what to do because we, we were just kids and uh, we were planning on recording music and we were looking for recording studios and stuff. And that time, like 20 years ago, mm. it wasn't, we didn't have software to record. We had to go to a recording studio where they had uh, proper typical hardware stuff like in studios. Right. No software and computer isn't isn't the thing in the studio. It's just uh, hard disk recorders and reel-to-reel tape. So uh, we um, we wanted to record music and we had a couple of songs ready. And uh, so we were just thinking of thinking about a name for the label. Right. Like, you know, we had to be we had to be an entity to release music, right. like a legal entity. So then um, I came up with uh, Chronic. And uh, so that was that was it. And you know, but later on, um, the band, EV broke up. And uh, I was, anyway, I had the, the label uh, name and everything. So I just, you know, went forward with that, with my uh, debut. Uh, Sokari. Right. I uh, did the production and uh, like as a middle label, uh, uh, I, I released uh, my first two albums through Chronic. Right. So who were the members of IRC Chinti? Uh, they were like uh, uh, actually my cousin Sohan and uh, uh, there was another uh, BJ. Uh, he actually died, uh, passed away right. uh, from an accident. Uh, it's a DJ, uh, Anjan, and it was like it was more more than a band. It was a gang, actually, a good right. group of guys who and we were like you know. Uh, so uh, the 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 members then. When I, when I came to uh, Sri Lanka and started re to record my debut, uh, uh, Big Doggy and Antonio, Anton, yes. joined as IRC, the, the next uh, new members after I left Australia. Right. So they were the, they were the other crew from the, then onwards. So we actually got together and performed at... Um, uh, uh, TNL on stage, right? So that was the start of IRC in Sri Lanka before uh, after Australia. So we had a band. The, the band in Australia was IRC, but actually they, um, uh, they when I left, they they uh, the members they got in together and they came up with another band. And this band is actually, it's not a, a hip hop group, but this is like a funk and reggae and funk band right. in Australia. So 
I'm sorry, I, I couldn't tell you that the band members was Rukshan, Rukshan and uh, Sumedha, uh, Saman, and uh, all these guys were there. Still, they're my best friends. You know, we are actually, you know, hanging out and stuff. So, right. But then after that, when we came back, uh, it was Doggy and Anton, and, and uh, you know, we just did some uh, uh, good tracks with. Uh, I, you know, back in the day. Right. So IRC, the the Sri Lankan meaning is really gangster, right? <laughs> IRC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Island registered criminals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, I remember Chinti buying your first album. So the locally you released it as Sokari. But it's you have you have in Spotify now as Rising from the East, right? But locally you yeah. released it at Sokari. I remember uh, no, even even, even uh, my I the, in locally the album was called Rising from the East, but you know for uh, marketing purposes, uh, the 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 publishing label they uh, they used uh, as uh, Sokari, right? For promotions. Right, I I uh, I remember buying that album and I really loved it. Even Sokari, uh, oh, before doing this podcast, I I was doing a live stream. I do sort of a I started this internet radio thing, so I started yeah. the session today with Sokari actually. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, because I really love that song. Uh, it's it was kind of controversial, right? That song when it was released. <laughs> Yeah, it was. It was. That was the time. Like you know, now you can say now. Now we have uh, a lot of rappers in Sri Lanka. They do a lot of things and uh, say a lot of things and really good. I mean, I love this stuff. And right. uh, uh, but back in the day when Sokari came out in two thousand six, and there was nothing like that, and nobody want. Nobody ever said anything. Uh, and it's not on uh, internet, but it was on national television. Right. right. So uh, that's why it became controversial because no one's supposed to go on TV and say something like that. And uh, you know, I just said Panira Sakayama Devagala Kansa So yeah, yeah, and mostly, and I actually didn't. I I I wasn't like, I didn't actually think of like, think about the. The, the, what's going to happen now? You know, is it the, is it, is, will they play my music again, or will I be kicked out, or you know, they are they going to ban me, or you know, I I, I didn't I never cared. So you know, it was and and it really worked, and it took it made me a star. Mm. You know, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I I got a lot of. Uh, opportunities and you know everything after that album so you know it was a great uh, unbel- um, unforgettable uh, uh, cd and yeah, how was yeah i see a couple of uh, <clears throat> this rupahani interviews so it's like a you know variety show you you were there and then you were you were asked to sing that song but you you had to like you know beep that uh, you you you, yeah. you, didn't, you you're not allowed to say that one or you didn't say it right when you're singing it. <laughs> yeah, in uh, Rupahi, actually, I'm um, sort of. Uh, uh, I I wasn't expect 
expecting Rupani to be that cool. Uh, I thought Rupani will say that, you know, no, you get out or something like that. But you know, you know they, those people are really cool. Uh, they, they never said, you know, I, I actually, uh, uh, I was surprised and I was happy uh, and I, I actually didn't want to uh, uh, do a change to their uh, uh, program uh, standards so that I so that I said that I, I'm not going to sing this part because you always maintain a standard. Right. And it's not uh, ethical for me to uh, do that, do or say things which you, which I mean, not uh, in a, um, not appropriate. So uh, then it never happened. Then I didn't do it. And right. But I had, there were, there were uh, times that uh, on other stages, uh, people came up to me, like uh, media people, they came up to me and said, Tinti, please don't say that word. And, uh, but I purposely did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another song that I really loved on that album, Mejivite, uh, right? And Guilty yeah. As. So, so, can you tell me about that? Because it's really very nice song. Oh, that was also written for my first album. Uh, uh, it was about, uh, like, you know, uh, we actually shot the video in Nigambo, but it never came out. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I had a problem with the production. I, I, be, uh, I wasn't actually doing uh, uh, video productions at that time. And I had to give it to this guy who, was, who didn't do a really good job. And he actually sort of lost the tapes. Right. Those days we used... Uh, tapes to record, like even for uh, music videos, like the beta tapes. And he actually lost the tapes and it was oh. never found. And I had to uh, spend a lot of money on the video, but you know, I, at the end, um, there was nothing. So, but the song, uh, I really loved it. And uh, it just, I wrote it uh, when I was in Australia before I, uh, during, 99 or 2000 but right. then I but I took like uh, three years to record that album and it came out in 2006 I started in two, 2003 right okay. this uh, that first album also uh, kind of introduced uh, I you had Big Doggy on that album but he had a different name on the album right Sankara or something well, he, he still uses it. Uh, he's still using it, I guess, uh, as a as a rap name. Big Doggy, uh, yeah, Big Sankara. He, yeah. he, I think he, it's his name, right? <laughs> Sankara Gay. So I only told him to use Sankara. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, pretty nice because you had like two songs, I think, on that album. It was really, really good. Yeah, because I wanted to do the uh, uh, I, I I wanted to do uh, do a uh, uh, album uh, for IRC like Big Doggy, Me and Anton, like another album. 
mm. but it never happened because you know uh, uh, after coming up with my solo uh, I, I wanted to work on that but you know it never happened because you know we had to go uh, on our separate ways and then Anton passed away and I yeah. couldn't actually do anything about it it wasn't like you know it was just like uh, I think he passed away in 2007. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty so, sad. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, uh, Chinti, that on those days, uh, the image I remember of you is, you know, you were sort of that, you were wearing the jerseys and, you know, the, <laughs> the NFL jerseys and you sort of had that hip hop, you know, even the Nari, uh, you know, music video. I, I, I also remember you performed on stage somewhere. I think Sirasa or some other show. You performed at yeah. Nari, right? Live. Uh, yeah, that was the first performance with me and uh, Doggy and Anton. Right, right. Anton actually wrote Nari. Uh, most of the verses, and I did the choruses and the rap. And Anton right. did, did the verses. He's really a very talented person. Yeah, yeah, he, he was really. That, uh, yeah, he didn't. I mean, it didn't take that long for him to write the lyrics. At that time, you know, he was at my house, mm. and I just showed him the song, and he, I just uh, showed him a few lines, and he just wrote it within five minutes. It was really fast, very talented. Right, but from that sort of, you know, sort of that him the hip hop uh, sort of a image you sort of you know past that and you became very uh, you became very pop right and then uh, like you did a lot of collaborations can you tell me a little bit about working with like you you did two songs with Raini uh, very reggae yes. reggae influenced songs right yes it wasn't pop but it was reggae the only thing I can go from hip hop is reggae mm -hmm. or it can be dance hall right so uh I, you know, actually that, that song that I did with Rhiney, it was there in my computer uh, even before I made Sokari. Right. Yeah, I, 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 comp I composed that uh, tra track in 2004 or something. It was there in my computer. And, I, and after my, I released my second album, I was in studio one day. I was just going through the files. I was playing, you know, playing all the or songs that I have uh, made, and this song came out. Right. Then I just thought, you know, it's a good. Uh, I I want to do this, and you know, it, it just I thought of uh, getting right into the song, so I just. Then she came. Uh, I never knew her before that, and she came. So, uh, um, after she came to Sri Lanka, she came directly to my studio and uh, just started recording and I can say that she's very humble and um, you know and uh, so easy to work with mm. and very talented yeah because uh, song became a hit yeah she's I mean her parents are both uh, well-known singers talented singers as well right of course wow <laughs> yes yes I'm a huge fan of Rukanta I right. love his music I mean, it's. I think. Uh, I think that he's a singer-songwriter. 
and uh, you don't find a lot of singer songwriters in Sri Lanka. Yeah, I've seen uh, Clarence Vijayvardhana. Uh, I've seen Rukanta Gunatilata, and I'm happy to say that I'm a singer songwriter. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's uh, I love his music and the chord work and everything. I love those two guys. They're the best. Uh, it, yeah, they really made a difference in Sri Lankan uh, pop music. I don't know if you remember this uh, Rukanta's song, the Digante. Actually, that's the first Sri Lankan song to be played on the world chart show, right? Yes, of course I remember yeah. that. Uh, yes, yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, Chiti, one more video that I really like you did. Uh, the the song Matasura Loke with you know you had that's a really nice video concept and really fun video. <laughs> yeah, it was actually it was really fun shooting you know because uh, I had like my uh, my uh, DOP. It was just me and my DOP and my uh, best friend uh, Ramita. We all went to uh, Bandarville. Actually, that's where my grandparents used to live. Right. We still have the house there, but um, they both both have passed away. So, as a replacement of my grandma, that's that's where Irangani uh, Sera thing comes in. And uh, so that's the house there. So you know, I just you know, it was just that a thing that I wanted to do. It's nothing to do with hip hop. It's a reggae. It's a reggae track, and I yeah. just you know wanted to do something. Crazy and this uh, uh, song, I just I I love these adventure movies and you know going uh, and uh, this 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 thing called uh, Australian thing called uh, going walkabout. Right. Uh, so it's just it's a it's a um, Aboriginal thing. And you know when you think you want to go out, just you just go walkabout. Right. And, and, and it happens in Crocodile Dundee. That's where when I first saw uh, Walkabout. So uh, this is something like that. You go walkabout, go everywhere. You know, you just uh, getting uh, your hitchhiking. Mm, yeah. So I wanted to do a hitchhiking video, but you know, you were, but, it, uh, but it was so cool, right? You're hitchhiking, and then who's this actress Dilhani is picking you up on the car, right? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Then she gave, kisses me, and uh, uh, then I get to go on the train right over the Modera Palama. Right. And uh, then I just go to this. Uh, then I the next location is Belihulloy, where I meet Madura, the Rasta. Right, right. And uh, he passes me. Uh, a uh, uh, weed pipe <laughs> after smoking, then then I give him watermelon. Right. And you know, it was really fun. And we just, you know, uh, suddenly we see this guy who we didn't know. He appears in the middle of the video, and uh, yeah, it was really fun. Right. Yeah. It's then, it's really fun. Uh... Yeah. Really fresh when 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 that was released, uh, uh, Chinti. It sounded very fresh song, very uh, you know, uh, very clean cut reggae song, and very uh, very fun to really listen to. 
Yeah, I thanks. really enjoyed that song when it was <laughs> and when it came out, uh, was released. Actually, that that was the time uh, Hero TV started. Like Hero TV actually started broadcasting right for the first time. So this they played this song over and over again. Uh, so that was an era that they played like the Das. After that, the all these TV stations, they went after doing reality shows and they just stopped playing music videos like that. Right. But that video got really uh, good uh, airtime. Yes, it was really nice video. <clears throat> so after Sokari album, you had another next album in 20... Next album is Kadapuli, right? In 2012? Yes. Uh, yes. Was that put out as physical or it was only digital? No, it was physical. Right. Uh, yes, uh, physical and digital both, but you know, uh, uh, the record company uh, had another album ready to go out, but um, they were not doing a good job, I can say that. Mm. So uh, I had to just, uh, then I had to start up my own uh, company and release my music uh, uh, independently. Right. But uh, so, uh, but Kadapuli album, it's from Sokari, it, 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 it went more towards the hip-hop and, you know, that sort of more, because I... Yes, I Kadapuli album is more hip-hop. Yes. yes, more hip-hop and, uh, yes. From uh, Sokari album, they had, there were some R&B tracks. Right. Um, but Kadapuli album is like uh, totally hip-hop. One of the great so songs. Good, on, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chinti. One of the greatest so great songs on that album is Kittai Panirasai. It's like, it's like Mary 1989 <laughs> song. <laughs> yeah. 1989, that's where the, uh, uh, that's, that's the, that's the start of gangster rap in like where the, where right. NWA starting in. I had I played that uh, G Funk uh, uh, gangster lead, gangster right. lead with which I have used in the track. So and also Titta um, Panrasai is uh, uh, most downloaded ringtone uh, as a hip hop song. Wow. Uh, yeah, according to uh, it is a lot in Sri Lanka. Right. So uh, they just told me that, and uh, they were not supposed to, uh, to say say things like that because because uh, the record company ne never wanted to give their statistics to their artists, right? Which is very so unethical, uh, which doesn't happen in other countries. But you know, sad to say that it really happened. And uh, but you know, I was so happy to hear that and. Uh, uh, I wasn't actually entitled for that uh, portion of uh, <laughs> happiness. Right. Uh, so, so, but you know, I'm just uh, I'm so glad that uh, that happened because I had to. Uh, I was able to start my uh, uh, new uh, company and you know, being uh, as an independent uh, label and release music after that so it's it's so your your 
owning the music and you're responsible and that's yes, how it I, now, right? Yeah, here I don't have, I, I have nobody to answer. I'm just, you know, uh, I'm my own boss. It's really great and I have a great di distributor mm. and uh, everything is up to me to decide. So when uh, I own all the tracks, we our company owns all the copyrights, so it's great. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> One song that you you uh, collaborated on the Kadupuli album, you had Shiraz on one of the songs, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. That, that was uh, uh, Loki Sarai. Yeah, Loki he actually Sarai. Came, he actually came to the studio with a bunch, a huge bunch of uh, weed, a bag of weed. <laughs> and <laughs> he travels with that. He has his own box and uh, he's with uh, a shot glass with his scissors and uh, all these papers and stuff in this bag where yeah, I came to the studio. You know, working with Shiraz is like, he's it's like my, my like a, he's a, like a big brother. Right. Like my big brother, you know, he's really a nice guy, a very humble person. Yeah. And, uh, and that guy is like, like, one of the oldest rappers in Sri Lanka, like not not by age, but but I mean by like you know, whoever did it, like the first, uh, yeah, I think the they're first, like yes. one of the first bands. Root Boy Republic was like one of the first. Exactly, officially, because when when Root Boy Republic and uh, uh, Brown Boogie Nation were performing on Yaa TV stage, yes, I was at home watching them on tv and thinking how am i going to get there because i was i had when that when i saw that i had my demo recorded already but my song never came out like i i didn't know how being in nigambo and uh, being like 16 i didn't know what to do with this uh, tape in my hand i don't know how to go i didn't right. have contacts i didn't know and when this uh, I, they uh, showed the RTV through TNL TV, and um, there was a show. In, even Bhatia came. There was a Santosh. I think Bhatia came and sang uh, "Arranged Marriage" by Apache Indian. Right. So I saw all these guys performing, and I was thinking, how am I going to get there? Because you know, I don't know. I never knew. You know, it took me so. Uh, that's when I even saw Shiraz for the first time. And uh, then uh, actually working with Shiraz is great. And it's really fun. When he comes to the studio, he, you know, I have this uh, in Sri Lanka, my studio is actually in the attic. Right. And uh, what's this? So he goes up to the balcony and, you know, smoke outside and <laughs> fun to work with Shiraz. Yeah. It was a great track. Got, I love the song and the crowd loves the chant. So when we sing it, they sing, sing the chant over and over again on stage. So, Yeah, I have actually chat with Shiraz a couple of times and he's really humble guy. And then I remember Chinti, I think 1998 or I don't know, maybe 97, I was able to watch Root Boy Republic one performance. They did, they, they performed in Intercontinental Hotel. So, okay. I, I'm not sure if it was the the first lineup or it was Shiraz with some other guys, but it was 
first time I saw, and I was really lucky to see them because <laughs> now you cannot see them anymore, right? It's no, no. And uh, Brahmogination, yes. Yeah, there was an album race. They they create. They had a Colombo project, the compilation. Uh, you remember they had. Uh, they had Bhatia, they had uh, Roots Boy and Brown Boogie Nation. They all all those songs were in that compilation. Um, no. I'll but I you. had. Yeah. But I'll I. Think, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I I heard one of the songs once in PNL Radio, Root Bible Republic. Right. Uh, was this? Yes, I'll send you the link because uh, the the producer of that album actually put that album on SoundCloud. So the, the whole album is on SoundCloud. Really? Yes, yes. Oh. I, I have oh. the link. I'll send it to you uh, after this because uh, it, okay. it has Brown Boogie, early early Bhatia. You know when Bhatia was doing like, you know, those Ragamuffin style songs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's totally Apache Indian. Yeah, they had, yeah. had they had cancer. They had uh, Independent Square, but not Independent Square. They were called uh, Wreck before before Independent Square. They they were called Wreck. So all these all these songs were on that album. I'll send you. Yeah, the that, that was the time I'm talking about, Chandra, because I I knew that this is happening, but I couldn't actually get there. Right. Then then I had to like in, uh, to leave to uh, Australia for studies. And, uh, you know, all this, um, my, my friends, they used to be all this uh, Sri, uh, Sri Lankan teledrama tapes, video tapes. Right. I used to watch them, like, you know. And at the end, there were, like, musical shows. And then I get to see these two guys performing. And they were Bhati and Santosh. Yeah. And I, yeah, that's when I first saw them. It was really nice. And, yeah, actually, when they came out like, with when they came out with the Vasante album, that was really really cool album, right? I think it was nineteen ninety seven, maybe. No, no, it's no. ninety nine. That's ninety nine. Right, right. Ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Ninety nine. So that's <laughs> when I first saw them. I was thinking to myself, like, this is what I always wanted to do, and these two guys are doing it. No way, there that. I'm going to go back. I'm going to Sri Lanka and, you know, do my album. So that's, uh, that was like in 2001. So then I had to go back. But uh, those guys really opened up. Yes. Uh, for everyone, it was really great. And I love their music. And, uh, really, uh, I mean, uh, they should do something uh, again, like a new uh, album or something, you know, because it's... Uh, because uh, I like I like the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Chinti, one more song that I really love on that Kadapuli album is you had a very great, nice video also, Machang. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where was that shoot, that video? Uh, the first shot in uh, St. Kill, Australia. Right. And uh, uh, they were like, and the real IRC members are there, like most of the guys who are in, the, in that video, they are there. So, uh, and uh, some of the guys who are there, uh, there are two guys, like some of the guys, uh, am I, I mean, we all 
friends and some of the guys are like really um how can i say it? Uh, like most wanted guys <laughs> okay uh, yes and uh, that's why that's 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 all about irc back so uh now the now it's all you know it's now the uh, the forties and it's uh, everything is changed yeah but uh, that was really and that and and the police cars you see in that video are real policemen right they're not like actors or anything they just they really did came uh because of the noise and everything they wanted to stop the party uh going uh, they came so just you know we just told them we're shooting a music video we're going to put then they were like you know they were okay with that and <laughs> got their permission you know us so yeah because that that music video sort of gave that feeling of you know you're maybe in LA or long island or somewhere like you know with the hip hop like long beach <laughs> you know that hip hop crew yeah. and <laughs> that vibe <laughs> Yes. Because Machang Machang in Sinhalese is kind of like homey also, right? <laughs> yes. Actually the album wasn't album was called Machang. My yeah. not it wasn't called Kadapuri. What happened was uh Dukha released Vasanta Dukha Narala Dukha, you know Dukha, right? Yes, yeah. So he he's the one who wrote the song who wrote the song Machang and even kadapuli and he wrote a lot of songs for me even sokari was written mm. by vasanta dukha naral and uh, uh, he ke, he had to release this his book called ahankara nagari mm. he came up with this book and he had this launch before my album came out so the machang concept machang the word machang was never used on a song or a, So, uh, was that word even though we use it mm. uh, among our friends and stuff it was never used on tv or it was never used in media so it was dukas idea to uh, use machang on my album so he said malli why don't you call it machang it's a, it's a great title for your album and you know let's have this song and you know you can we can go like that so before the album launch he released his book ahankara nagar and in this book machang song was there with the title machang and the lyrics mm. and uh, maybe like after a while before my album came out the machang movie came out ah oh, okay and i think the machang movie original name was handball and i think they i'm not not that i think i'm i know that that it the title from that uh, book and they right. used it on the movie so the move the, the movie is the actual name of the movie was called handball it's a good movie it's a great movie but they took the title right. so then i couldn't then it then it was all done. i couldn't use that title anymore right right then i said so then i had to come up with another track a title track for the album 
So then I had to write another song. So then I just came up with this new tune and I gave it to Dukkha and he said, um, we, you know, we had this discussion about, you know, how the uh, title got stolen and, you know, it's not. Uh, so then uh, he came up with the, no, let's forget about that. Here's a new title for you. It's called Kadapuli. You can use it. <laughs> so then, so, so then we use Kadapuli. So I mean, <laughs> it's that guy has like Duka has like you know done so many songs for the new artists, right? That generation of your uh, yes, generation. Yes, of course he worked with. Uh, yes, my generation. I think he's, uh, he worked with uh, BNS, Raj, and other artists. I mean, Duka is really a very talented guy and he's educated. Right. I think he has a financial degree, degree in finance, or something yes, like yes, that. Yes, yes. But management, he knows what he, yeah. I mean, management. And uh, he's, he's from Anuradhapura and he's from a very, uh, Sometimes I even get get into his shoes, and you know it's uh, right on. I mean, Duka is like a very he's a you know it's 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 just like a whole big package when you use Duka. We used to go there. We used to live in uh, Piliandala ages ago when we first started. Right. And uh, I mean. To get us uh, to get the lyrics, we go there, and until we write the song, wait and wait. When I, uh, when I used to go there, I'm gonna see. I'm in his office room, and I sit. I just sit there. So he, you know, he just uh, uh, walks around, and you know, in his house, and you know. Only go get to the kitchen and you get some food and come in. You know, we just eat from his kitchen, from his uh, pots and pans, and you know, it was really nice. <laughs> and uh, it was a great time. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. So, Chinti, you uh, you started saying that you were your first sort of influence was Michael, inspiration or influence was Michael Jackson, right? So. Uh, I remember you. You released one video, which which kind of, kind of, you know, following Michael Jackson's uh, "Beat It" and "Thriller" sort of. Oh uh, yeah, it was. yeah. <clears throat> that was uh, yeah, Vanamal, right? That is Vanamal. something that I wanted to do. Yeah, Vanamal, but it was like uh, the video. I mean, the song didn't do that well. Uh, I don't know because uh, that disco funk. Uh, even though the disco funk came out came back again mm. in the European charts, Sri Lanka wasn't taking it, and uh, disco funk really came back uh, in 2010 right. uh, from 2012 with that track uh, "Get Lucky" by Pharrell Williams uh, and Daft Punk. Right, but. Uh, in Sri Lanka, they didn't really pick it up, so that song didn't do that well. Right. But I uh, love the. I had. I always wanted to do like. I mean, it's been, uh, 
we are like beat it is my favorite track from michael jackson songs that's right. that's the best song i ever ever heard and it i mean even eddie van halen's guitar solo is crazy yeah you, you can yeah you just that's the most uh, greatest guitar solo ever played for me um, that's that i uh, yeah. heard so so i just i always wanted to do a video like that but you know it's not that you cannot compare with that <laughs> nobody right. can do nobody can be like mike i've seen people like michael jackson it's just only only michael can imitate michael so right really yeah so uh, i mean you know, you've been inspired and he's like there's a, a legend so you know wanted to I've seen people dressing up like Elvis uh, in the some uh, so I think it's a normal thing to do yeah but for me like for example being a Michael Jackson fan when I see that video I see those sort of colors and props and what you're wearing and all this the you know the gang people <laughs> together so i, I yeah. it really you know oh, wow it's this is like beat it or this is like thriller <laughs> yeah yeah it's really fun to see for us because we are, i mean i'm also a huge michael jackson fan so uh really? i i've seen i've seen your i've seen some i've seen your record collection on facebook i know right yes yes i have a lot yeah <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually trying to get some of my stuff from Sri Lanka because I have like your album and all these Bhatia and Santosh, all these albums I bought every Krishan and all these, whenever those came out, I, because I was really supportive, of, uh, you know, because like you said, living in Nigambo and there's nothing, you know, we never, we didn't really had a lot of exposure to get this music, right? So whenever somebody comes comes up with something new i was really supportive of it i will go to colombo to see the band if i can so the those days i so i have all i bought a lot of those albums six lane uh, centigrades you know those yeah. albums that came out so i had all of them even though i was more into rock and metal but i was really i don't know they, they don't they don't release uh, series anymore in sri lanka right it's not really available and uh, what happens is that anybody could uh, get 100 songs to a pen drive right for 100 rupees uh, at a normal like a like a communication center right and it's it's illegal and but they just do it and they just that's what really happens and uh, and people really do that and we are used to get stuff for free so they just download all the songs for free right right and uh, i mean there are people who will buy series in sri lanka still <clears throat> yes i was hearing some stories that even the albums that you put out in like in apple music they're they're like making mp3s and uh they're, they're sharing it in whatsapp groups and stuff that's a big problem yeah, it, even it, now right <laughs> yeah it happens chan but the thing is uh whoever paid for those albums back then 
there, there, are, there are two kinds of people. There, mm. there are people who pay and people who don't. Right. So even if there are CDs now, people will still who are willing to pay and buy, they will still buy them. Yes. And uh, who are not, who never paid even those days, will never pay now. So it's just like that. Even it's it's here everywhere in the world. It's it's the same. Only only the only difference is they don't in Sri Lanka people don't want to use a credit card online. Mm. So that's where iTunes doesn't really uh, do uh, happen. Right. right. But um, uh, back in the day we used to sell a lot of CDs and uh, according to Sri Lanka, I have about nine platinums. See, right. a platinum is like a, th- a million albums in USA. Right. But it all depends on the population in the country. So, uh, in Australia has the same uh, amount of uh, same population as Sri Lanka. So here, as in Australia, if you say an album goes platinum, it's around 8,000 albums it's not one million right so, so in uh, sri lanka if it's like the same we have not not even me it's like for iraj and bns and the centigrades we all had about a lot of uh, you know they sold a lot of cds back in the day people really bought them including yeah. your you and even cassettes so i don't know the i mean it, there's um, that's they, they could be they still do it. I mean, come on, they still here in Australia, they still really uh, sell uh, vinyls. People still buy vinyls, and uh, you can uh, get your uh, master's uh, vinyl pressed in uh, Australia if you want. Mm. Make it like a hundred copies. I think I'm, I'm I sure hope you can do it in Manila too. Yes. So, you, uh, there is vinyl pressing there, right? So yeah. Yes. Yes. So they can still do it, but there's they don't really. There's no one. Uh, there's no such company or uh, organization to go ahead with. That. That's the problem. So. Right. That's, that's <clears> a bad thing. Yeah. So Chinti, one more thing. Now you. Uh, I mean. As an artist, you write your songs, and but you also got into like producing other people, right? Yes. So that's what I really do. I produce. Yeah. I produce a lot of artists. Actually, I um, uh, even now I do a lot of producing uh, uh, for hip hop artists, not only Sri Lankan, but a uh, European. Right. Um, most most of the time, I work as a ghost producer. You don't get credited, but oh. you get paid. Yes. Uh, but it's good, and uh, it's you know sometimes you may, I mean I'm like I know that this beat is made by me, but you know it's just not my name there. So that's okay as far as long as I get to make the music and I get to uh, I get paid mm. as a company. So uh, I have produced for a lot of hip hop artists in Sri Lanka, and um, that's that's what I do actually. 
and right. I'm also uh, trying to. I have a lot of songs made for my um, next album, but you know, just you know, because of the situation, I actually want to shoot music videos, but I never. Right now, we cannot do anything. Right. Only five people are allowed uh, in a shoot, but I think it's not real. Uh, uh, allowed yet. So that's 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 the whole thing. Right. <clears throat> so you produce also the 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 Spanish artist Carmen Lubrano. Yes, she. Um, I uh, met her in uh, Italy, and uh, she's an amazing singer, a songwriter. Uh, and uh, she worked on my Barakamadula. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm supposed to, um, uh, and I did some more tracks for her as well. I produced uh, a couple of songs, uh, which actually still are still in production because I'm supposed. I was supposed to go in go to Italy in July mm. to shoot her video, uh, which is and. Um, which was not possible uh, because of the COVID situation. So I hope, hopefully, I had to go be there next year to finish Carmen's work. Right. Because I, I saw her, uh, I saw on her album, you also have a track with her, right? Yes. And I have uh, another uh, 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 two songs made for her, for her album. Right. So that those are the songs that I'm talking about, and they're really uh, break it on uh, tracks. And, uh, I'm just waiting to release them as soon as possible. But you know, I need to shoot the video for that. <laughs> How did that idea came to do the Varaka Madula? Like you know, <laughs> her singing in Sinhalese. <laughs> well, to start. Uh, no, the, her first uh, two words is she has to sing the title. Right. I always want, I mean, you know, and I knew, I didn't want to show. I we shot the movie in Spain, as so the video in in Spain, but uh, I never wanted to show uh, where it is, the location. That's not necessary. It's just a studio shoot. Right. But um, uh, I got her to sing the singular words so that, you know, it's a good, uh, I mean, whoever, the song, it's a singular track. So whoever comes can be anybody. Uh, they have to sing in singular, right. my dialects. So, and people, that's where you can, I mean, you can uh, connect with all Sri Lankans. After. I mean, uh, uh, Singular. Mm. So I was just thinking about title. I mean, you know, people can think. I mean, it's uh, it's a very uh, easy song to remember. So people loved it, and you know, yeah. it it's a hit. Yeah, because sometimes it's it's uh, you know like a foreigner singing in uh, single is. It's it's actually fun to have that, right? When somebody else, some other nationality, is singing a singly song, it's really <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't actually thinking of that, but 
uh, it was also a good uh, uh, another. It's an add-on actually. She right, she is, right. but she sings in Spanish actually. Uh, the the one who sings in uh, single is Rafaela. All right. Uh, that's in uh, Last Sunday, Last Sunday, Yes. Yes. That last night, you know. Also, you <laughs> when if 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 nobody knows who Chinti is, if if they don't know that you're from Sri Lanka or something, they might think that you're like from Mexico or some <laughs> like Latin American guy, right? Because you know, oh, yeah. the cowboy hat and you know, like a typical Mexican. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to make it look funny. That's that's what I wanted to. That's when I wanted to wear the hat, and you know, to have really. Uh, You know, have fun in the video, right? And, you know, hoping that you know someone, someone could laugh at me. Um, you know, at least. So I just wanted to wear that huge hat. Hope it was even bigger than that. That's the biggest I could find. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Chit, did you uh, had a chance to listen to Doggy's album? Then yes, of course, love it. Really I've good, been right? waiting for that guy. Been waiting for that guy to release his uh, album. Uh, it took so long. He actually wanted me to uh, do some tracks for him. I actually did a few, but uh, I think we could include uh, only one of one right. song from mine and. Uh, uh, So uh, yeah, it's a great album, but uh, I actually wanted him. I mean, I was I, I told him that you know I, I wanted to give him um, do more songs for him for that album. So, but I actually didn't have time, and we couldn't actually do it. Mm. I mean, you know, it was really planned. Suddenly, he just called me and said that I'm going to release my album, and that was it. Right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, Chinti, what's your message to your people who supports you, who listen to your music? Uh, what's your message to them? I mean, uh, my message is like it's uh, to support. Uh, I mean, if there is a way of not even for my, if, if you can really not share. uh downloaded tracks and you know uh to stop uh, i mean if you could like really uh buy and support the music industry so that we could really produce and bring more hits that's mm. the only message but i want to say thank you for all the uh, fans uh, and friends who supported like It's not. I cannot say it's support, but you know they uh, really had fun. They enjoyed. I even I enjoyed performing on stage. There's nothing, um, better, nothing greater than mm. performing on stage. That's the most greatest thing. When I hear the crowds cheering when I get on stage, and when I hear that noise, uh, I think I always think that that is God's, uh, God's sound. And I always thank God on stage because you know, like, like a, like when people they really 
when I hear that sound. So it's really great, and I want to thank everyone for being there for me. So that's that's really great. I mean, that's 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 what an artist the that is what an artist is always expecting, and you know that is the greatest thing that an artist could have. Mm. So I want to thank the fans and for for uh, playing and promoting and in, for enjoying my music all these years. And you know, they're the people who really made me a star. Right, right. <clears throat> Without them, I wouldn't actually be anywhere. It's not the radio stations. It's not the media. They're not. We actually we made it because our music is dope. Not because uh, anybody was helping us. Nobody actually did because they never thought that we would be uh, hits or we would be become famous or nothing like that. They just had to play our songs because they just wanted to uh, uh, get their program airplay. That's all. I'm just speaking the ugly truth. Right. So. And I don't care anymore. I'm just not really after that. So the truth is that the fans, they loved our music. And still they do. And so I just want to thank them so much for the greatest uh, love and support. Right. <clears throat> so Chinti, thank you for joining this podcast. Uh, I wanted to talk to you for some time. So finally we were able to do it. <laughs> yes. So, thank you so much for having me, Chandra. Yes. I really, it was great to talk to you. As I said, I, I, yes, as I said, I'm a big fan of you from day one. So I really, whenever you put something out, I watch, I, you know, I watch, I really enjoy it. So keep, oh, keep, keep making uh, music and then uh, all the best. Thank so you th so much. Thank you, Chinti. So have thanks. a great evening. <laughs> okay. Okay, Chana, you too. Thank you.